0: Good morning. It is with deep humility that I stand here today to present the message related to United Methodist Women's Sunday. This is an annual event that gives the women of our Church the opportunity to share the story of what we are all about. We thank Pastor Bill for laying us witness to this story. I have entitled my message, Let Your Light Shine. But I could also have chosen the title, AKA, also known as awareness, knowledge, and action. This is what the UMW organization is all about, awareness, hearing about problems in the world, knowledge, finding out more about these situations, and action, doing something about them. My prayer is that today I will be able to let some light shine out to all of you, men and women, for a deeper awareness, a deeper seeking of knowledge, and a deeper need for action in the areas of those unjust situations that permeate our world today. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord our rock, and our Redeemer. Amen. Have you ever had a moment in your life when you suddenly said to yourself, how did I ever get into this situation? Well, that is just what happened to me in early December of last year. In October of 2019, I was termed out as South District United Methodist Women President. I had served eight years at the district level, and UMW does have term limits. District-wide doesn't seem like (laughs) local-wide. I have been greatly blessed and enriched by that experience. When our local UMW asked me to be president for 2020, I accepted. Then we started talking about possible speakers for this Sunday. I volunteered to contact officers at the district and conference level. I started asking. But they were all booked for today. Whoa. Next step, go to the top. Ask God for help. I am sure all of you have learned that if you think you know the answer to the question, isn't what you want to hear, don't ask the question. Silly me. I asked for help, and I got the answer my mind was suddenly flooded with ideas of how to share the story of United Methodist Women. So I started asking and listening to the one at the top, God. United Methodist Women is more than an organization meeting on a regular basis to make, bake, and sew. We have a mission, actually a commission. You can read it inside today's bulletin. It is the purpose of UMW. We learn about and support mission activities around the world. We are encouraged to grow in our personal spiritual life. We are involved in social action, and we focus on being a supportive community for those around us. This morning, I am focusing on UMW's involvement on four social issues. Our international organization started in 1869 in Boston, Massachusetts, when six women became aware of the social injustice of women in India not being able to get medical help from male doctors in their communities. Two more women joined their quest as they sought out more information, aka knowledge, about the situation, and then they took action. These eight women banded together and raised enough money to send a woman doctor to India 150 years ago. That hospital is still a working institution in India. This is the inspiration that has continued to ignite the ongoing activities of United Methodist Women around the world today. In the late 1800s through the early 1900s, our Methodist foremothers supported the suffragette movement. It was the ongoing persistence of both women and men through many decades that finally, in 1920, 100 years ago, women were given the right to vote. United Methodist Women has focused on a variety of social injustices over their 150 years. The four social justice issues that are currently being focused on are ending maternal mortality. This is a problem not only around the world in third world countries, but a major one right here in the United States. We are making efforts to call on health workers, lawmakers, and advocates to fund maternal mortality review committees and implement recommendations in hospitals and communities. Another issue, interrupting the school-to-prison pipeline. This was an issue I wasn't even aware of until about two years ago when articles began appearing in our UMW Magazine response. Living all my life in areas of moderate financial, social and personal security, I was completely oblivious to problems of those in areas of less affluence. The school to prison pipeline is a term used to describe how children and youth of color are rerouted from educational success opportunities that then leaves them more vulnerable towards becoming caught in the criminal justice system. Statistics show that African American students are three times more likely than white students to be suspended and expelled in schools for the same infraction. Local UMW organizations are finding ways to impact local decision-makers to address the criminalization of children and youth of color in their early years and reduce racial disparities in school discipline. Third energy justice for all. Most of the energy we use to drive our cars and heat our homes is not just. Fossil fuels, primarily used for electricity and transportation, are the biggest culprits of greenhouse gas emissions, which have a devastating impact on God's earth and people. Our members are working with companies and governments to support clean, renewable energy through a just and equitable transition from fossil fuels. The fourth social justice issue is a living wage for all. United Methodist Women's Living Wage for All campaign seeks to engage members as allies in passing state and local legislation that lays the base for a living wage for everyone. I know that some of these social issues are controversial within our current society and even within our own congregation, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about and share our personal views about them. Some 15 years ago, I began hearing about something called human and sex trafficking. I thought that human trafficking, aka slavery, was abolished after the Civil War. And sex trafficking in our own Orange County? Never. How naive and uninformed I was at the time. The United Methodist Women's Organization started becoming aware of this trafficking situation more than 20 years ago, and develop strategies for the local organizations to use to gain knowledge of the situation through our reading program, speakers, and seminars. One of the major actions that is still taking place each year to shine light on this tragedy of human trafficking is the picketing of the annual Super Bowl site each February. This seems to be a major time and place where sex trafficking happens. Ladies, you might not be an active member of our local organization, but you, and men also, can become educated on an issue of social injustice that concerns you. There are also the, the web, some of this websites you can go to are printed in today's bulletin. There are also books on our reading cart that cover these subjects. This green cart is out every Sunday for your use. This morning, the card is in the narthex, along with some copies of the response magazine. Feel free to take home and keep one of the magazines or check out a book. Chandel Lentz will be there to help you. And men, you too are welcome to explore an issue that intrigues you. We are an equal opportunity organization. As you have now heard, much of our work through United Methodist Women is rooted in shining light on issues that are often overlooked or ignored. In the the early 1900s, we supported anti-lynching legislation. In the 1930s, we supported the legislation to expand Social Security benefits to domestic and agricultural workers. In the 1960s, we bailed out civil rights workers. Some of the more recent issues that UMW members have studied about and become active in making positive impacts have been the areas of domestic violence, economic inequality, threats to climate change, and supporting fair trade companies that are eliminating child labor in their businesses. What has UMW done in the past and is still doing to bring a collective awareness to these issues? We read about them write letters to newspapers and our elected officials, make direct phone calls, in-person visits, invite speakers to our local meetings, walk picket lines. Our individual callings toward social injustices are just as important as our collective one. Our lived experiences draw us toward the issues that matter the most to us. And it is in that spirit that we call forth women and men who are willing to not only engage and learn about these social justice issues, but also engage in dismantling the systems that uphold them through becoming aware, gaining knowledge, and taking action. Here at First United Methodist Church of Orange, the local UMW organization, has been witnessing for about 80 years. We are an outgrowth of the 150 years of mission and service UMW has given to the world since 1869. What a legacy our foremothers have left us. From the eight women who saw a need in India to the over 800,000 women who now commit themselves to the work of UMW daily, we are grateful to have the opportunity and ability to bear witness to God's vision for people around the world. United Methodist Women's ability to reach women, children, and youth everywhere Is possible because of the rich partnerships members have with organizations in and outside of the Church. Two partnerships we support that are not directly related to FUMCO or UMW are the Friendly Center and Family Promise. These organizations give direct assistance in the areas of hunger, financial counseling, housing, employment guidance, and much more. We are enriched by the relationships we have as we work with these interdenominational organizations who are committed to being God's hands and feet in the world. There are many instances of social injustices that we see in the news every day. The four areas discussed today might not catch your attention, but I challenge you that the next time you hear about a social injustice that disturbs or affects you and you think, why isn't anybody doing anything about that? Perhaps that is the nudge you are getting to become active in alleviating that situation. Apply the three steps of AKA. By being concerned, you have become aware. Step number one. Next, gain knowledge through research and questioning. Step number two. And third, be active. Write letters. Share your concern with others. Support that organization both financially and prayerfully. Prayer is an action verb. Be creative and sincere in your support. Let your light shine. Amen.